Hello everyone, welcome to Sports Stars Full Time Show. We are back again to discuss the ongoing Indian Super League. Uh, we have a lot of matches to talk about. After the last podcast we did, uh, just before the Chennai versus Northeast game, a uh, lot of uh, interesting high-scoring matches have uh, happened since then. To discuss all of them uh, with me is Sudarshan. Hi, Sudarshan. Uh, hi, good to be here. And yes. as you uh, said, a lot of storylines to catch up on and uh, quite a lot of things to talk about. Yes. And uh, yeah, Sham is on holiday. Uh, he'll be back again for uh, next week's podcast. So until then, it's going to be just uh, Sudarshan and me to get you through what has happened uh, so far. Uh, so Sudarshan, I think the last match which happened was the Bengaluru versus Hyderabad game. Bengaluru has lost two since then and they have been on a four-game winless run right now. I think it's safe to say that it's their worst start to a league season, is it? Uh, statistically, it might be, but it doesn't seem like they have improved much from the end of uh, last season. It seems to be the continuation of the same bad form. So, yeah, it's 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 been a horror start, though the coach sort of is adamant that they are improving with uh, each game. But uh, it's it's a very stop start stop start start. Even even within matches, there are phases when they look like doing something and then they slip back to their old habits or uh, things like that. But uh, I mean, to my eye, it feels like they don't have the personnel to play much better football because uh, their main player Sunil Chetri, who we will discuss about, is not playing well. Uh, the coach seems to at least have a plan or. Uh, has a definite way how he wants the team to play, but the players are just not matching up to those expectations. So, it's been a pretty uh, bad few days for them. So, going forward, anything, after every match, it seems like anything on the previous match is an improvement, but mm-hmm. still, we don't see any of those improvements. So, what was your reading of the rest of this match? But do you think now it's becoming, a, it's not a case of a coaching issue, but it's just that the personal, but the fact that like, you know, uh, ATK Mohan Bagan or uh, Mumbai City, in terms of how those two teams have got the best players uh, in the park, both the, in the Indian talent and the overseas talent, that's something now Bengaluru have been left behind. Like it's now, the, not the case of like coaching issue, but the personnel, right? Yeah, definitely. Because uh, I think it wouldn't be very fair to compare them with Mumbai and ATK because they both have embarrassment of riches. But mm-hmm. like you said, the difference was pretty stark in the last game that they played against, uh, in the previous game they played against Mumbai because the first half was pretty even. And the second half, Mumbai could just uh, replace Apuya with mm-hmm. uh, equally yeah. uh, good players. And uh, yeah. they were they were pretty, uh, and that showed their overall quality and squad strength. But even within the squad, like if you look at, say, Odisha, if you look at even Kerala Blasters, for example, they do have one or two of those outstanding game-changing players. For BFC, that used to be Chetri for a long time. He has not been firing, and they don't have a, they have absolutely no midfield creativity per se. So mm. there is there is abs- there is not like when you when you look at Hyderabad, for example, every every time the ball goes to Ogbecha, you feel like something is going to happen, like. Mm. But that fear with BFC is gone. It was there with Miku, but Miku has gone. Well, I mean, it's been three seasons, so you can't really keep uh, saying Miku is gone, so we are not able to do anything. Three years was good enough for the club to at least get one or two such game-changing players. Uh, 
but yeah it's clear that they don't have the personnel to actually do anything i mean like if, if for me before i get into the matches personally like i feel like in the overall sense from the management side they have let it like linger on for for far, far too long and then now they have to either play catch up or like you know have like a complete rebuild in the i mean like, still they could turn things around but it seems like you know they do need a, a rethink in terms of where they are heading in the football side of things but uh like you were also saying clayton silva seems to be the player who can do things for them because he does get on the end of chances he, and i think like he has had a fair number of chances in the last few matches but he hasn't been taking them but apart from him i don't see any other spark udanta i mean like we have uh, gone over this like so many times over the last last year's podcast or even this year like you know for him to improve but he doesn't seem to be doing that ashik is something whom we are still excited about because he still has that technical ability on the ball to go with his pace but he is being played as a left back which uh, i think that's now that's a new reality for him which we all, which we also have to get used to chetri uh, i i i think I, i yeah i had put out a tweet yesterday saying like probably now he's entering the ronaldo conversation of like is he holding back the team <laughs> <laughs> without the goals to the, uh, the, this year it's been five matches he hasn't gotten off the mark so what's happening with chesi because like i personally felt that his position off the left was his best because that helped him not have a marker on him all the time so for him to like goes into the box to get on the end of things uh, on a counter attack when or like you know when bengaluru used to move the ball quicker than uh, what they are doing right now but now that is not happening and in the build up also he is not being utilized utilized as much so what next for chetri in your opinion yeah chetri does look fit but uh, it has also we should also consider that the service to him has been pretty bad like the midfield is pretty much non existent only when jayesh rane plays in the middle there is some drive to get the ball forward otherwise there is there is absolutely no moves that are originating from the midfield so in such teams if you see uh, like we spoke about uh, ashik uh, being played as a left back but we saw in yesterday's game against hyderabad that uh, hyderabad's full backs actually created most of the stuff because the, all the balls to ogbeche were from uh, akash uh, mishra on the left so it's not like the left back is a dead position but ashik mm-hmm. has clearly not displayed that uh, versatile quality to actually bomb forward and create Ch- something Ch- so chetri sorry, sorry to cut you off but do you think like chetri is the ideal foil for him on the left wing to help link up play it did seem like that because when 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 uh, ashik actually initially came in because the first press conference when he was introduced chetri was very excited that there is actually somebody who can run faster than him and he mm-hmm. has to sprint forward to get to the cutbacks that he used to pull from the left flank but as that mm-hmm. has clearly not happened so there are not those even midfield exchanges that are happening like you can play a small one two you can uh, allow the left back to overlap and then you can get on to the end of the ball so there has been absolutely no coordination on the left flank uh, and chetri also like you said is not exactly playing fully on the left uh, left forward role because even in one of the press conferences initially marco said that he sees chetri more as a second striker 
So mm-hmm. it's not like a front three where he is on the left and he can exchange passes with the, with the left mm-hmm. central midfield and the left back. So it's he is also partly he's been off color, but the service to him has also been pretty bad. So uh, he is still too good a player not to bury chances that he gets. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he did miss two penalties, so that's mm-hmm. that's a bit of an uncharacteristic mistake. But he should still come good. But the service to him has been pretty uh, bad, and the midfield is pretty much non-existent. Okay, so I think things are only going to get tougher, tougher for them. Uh, FC Goa, even though they are off color, is their next opponent, and uh, to follow that up, it's going to be a, a highly wounded like ATK Mohan Bagan, who 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 are the next two matches. So, uh, Bengaluru, you would expect them to be in the uh, picture higher up, like you know. Uh, Fighting for the top four places or even for the title, but they are currently ninth in position with uh, just four points, and they have a lot of uh, catching up to do. Uh, before we move on from Bengaluru, but is there a particular? I, uh, before we got on this podcast, you were talking about the prospect of introducing Danish Farooq into the eleven. Yeah, so is is he someone? Do you think could make some uh, change going forward? I think you have to try him because uh, the odd occasions that he has come, he has done, he has indeed created something. Like even yesterday's match against Hyderabad, the best chance that Leighton Silva had on the right side when he blasted the ball over, uh, Danish Farku Farooq actually picked him. And in the match against Blasters, when Clayton actually earned that penalty, which Clay, uh, Chetri missed, and there was a retake, the ball that actually put uh, Clayton through was Danish Farooq. So, you need to get those players in because it can't get get any worse. And I don't think uh, Marco has any better option to try. Now, where do you play him? You have to get him get him as one of the midfielders. And Bruno who is supposed Bruno Ramirez is supposed to be a shield as a, a he's not performing the role of a shield of his defense because it's been pretty open there. The opponent's best creative players are getting a getting ample opportunities to do damage from there. And he's also not starting moves. So, I think they would be prudent to somehow fit Danush, Danish Farukin and see what, what is going to happen. Because it's not a decision that is being forced on them at the start of the season. Like, they have gone on a four-match winless run, including three defeats. So, they should ideally try him out and see what, what he's capable of from the start. Okay. So, a lot to ponder for Bengaluru. Uh... Speaking of one of their opponents is ATK Mohan Bagan. Since he last did the pod, they have had two defeats. One humbling one in the, at the hands of last year's champion, uh, Mumbai City FC, 1-5. Uh, that's a result which I don't think anyone would have expected, considering... Yeah, I mean, like I'm pretty sure no one would have expected for whatever reasons. Uh, yeah, how would you sum up that game? Because for me, I just felt like they were time and again... Carving open uh, ATK Mohan Bagan through the wings, flanks, like, and Mohan Bagan didn't have an answer for the first 45 minutes, and the game was pretty much done and dusted there. Yeah, like you said, I think at the start of the season, or the, when we spoke about Mohan Bagan, we did feel that they have an embarrassment of attacking riches, but we did point out their defense was a bit weakened because Jingan was not there. Now, for a, for a team like this, which actually plays a more direct brand of football, they also need to have good enough defenders. Like, you don't need players who 
actually start moves from the back but at least to be like a wall so that has not happened like in the mumbai game i think the two wingers just ripped them apart Yeah. So I think Bipin Singh and uh, Vikram Pratap Singh were just—they were just having a field run on the two flanks, and it's actually very worrying for Habas because he got uh, smashed by two teams which are drastically different. Like one which plays exactly like ATK Mohan Bagan in mm-hmm. Jamshedpur because they were direct counter-attacking yeah. in your face, and the other ones uh, were. Uh, Mumbai because who will stretch play, who will who will uh, get balls from the wings and stuff. So it's pretty worrying for uh, ATK Mohan Bagan to actually having lost to two varied opponents. I think in the ISL you are, you you are going to get only those two kinds of opponents to play yeah. against. So it's pretty. Uh, it must be a shell shocking for uh, Habas to actually do it. But they are clearly missing. I think three also missed in the last uh, match against Jamshedpur. Yeah. Then so, he is just come back from injury. He uh, made the bench yeah. for the Jamshedpur game. So it's not like they are. They are not. I mean, they are just being ripped apart right in the center of the pitch at the back. Yeah. So it's a. It's a bit like what Rai Krishna used to do it for other other uh, mm-hmm. teams. It's just coming back to bite them now. So the first sign of casualty in that game was uh, after the one fight defeat was Liston dropping to the bench, but that didn't seemingly work for them. Sumitra the uh, came in. Uh, they even had a change in formation with three uh, at the back and McHugh dropping into the uh, midfield role. But uh, Tiri is someone whom they are like seriously missing, and uh, I'm I'm not sure like again like how they're going to find the balance with uh, uh, Johnny Kaku, Tiri, McHugh, uh, Bumu, and Roy Krishna now because that's just like five key foreign players and uh, leaving out Dave Williams. Uh, as well, who has whose his role has been like you know coming off the bench. I really like Johnny Kaku because he can do a lot of a uh, lot of things on the pitch. He's a very good defensive uh, ball, very good ball winner, like pressing all over the pitch. And even in attack, like you know, he has a fierce shot in him, and he can also create as well. Uh, Bumu, <laughs> we can see that like you know when things don't go well for him. he is just frustrated like like he takes shots from distance like uh, especially in the game against jamshedpur there are when there were opportunities when he could have slipped in a ball to the attacker he tended tended to like you know take shots so again atk mohan bagan now next faces uh, chennai fc then uh, following it up with bangalore fc so do you think now habas will ditch his you know gangho Final four nil wins to switch back to his old uh, prototype. Maybe he might be forced to do it, but uh, if anything, the four games of ATK Mohan Bagan have taught us is to not get too far. Because I think after the first two games, we thought there was no stopping them, and now we suddenly feel like everything is like unraveling, sort of thing. Yeah. But uh, I think he will do everything to tighten because five goals against uh, Mumbai FC would have. Mumbai City would have actually, I mean, really, really hurt. So you can you can be rest assured that there will actually at least be an attempt to bolt the door, as you would say, and uh, go back to the old uh, Habas. Uh, this thing, I think, he still his team is still coached for that, but they need to get their defense sorted, like at least to the center. And uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, I don't know against Bengaluru FC what's what's going to happen because. 
it's it's getting a really tough league to predict at least with the teams at the top like when in mumbai city lost to uh, hyderabad we thought okay oh, oh they are missing a few good players they didn't have last now suddenly they seemed a, they seem a very well formed team and atk seems uh, to unravel but like you said i think i do expect habas to tighten attempt to tighten at the back and yeah. do something yeah. and speaking of mumbai uh, two two wins against uh, one uh, one against atk mohan bagan and bangalore fc mm-hmm. uh again signal, signaling out were their credentials for the season uh they're currently top of the table and uh, what are your thoughts on, on them like you know i i like the fact that you know more youngsters are uh, still like you know being better in and uh they are, they still from what lovera has left off there's not much of a difference they haven't left they haven't changed a lot of things what is your uh, take especially from the games against atk and uh, bangalore i would say they are progressing pretty steadily they are not we are not seen the worst of them we are not the seen the best of them either so it's not like they have fluctuated between two extremes quite like uh, atk have so i think desbeckingham should be very happy with how the team has responded to different situations like you lost 3-1 against uh, uh hyderabad and you came back and beat uh, mohan bagan 5-1 against bfc the first match was pretty first half i'm sorry first half was pretty even and after half time you sort of changed things around and uh, you actually got better and you could you could literally dictate the tempo of the game towards the end so part of it is because of the confidence that good personnel good game changing options from the bench mm-hmm. gives you and also their new signings have pretty much fit in very very well like apuya was pretty very very good against bfc so the best yeah. uh, indicator to see how effective he was was he was just being fouled right left and center so uh, i shouldn't be it might not seem too harsh uh, to say that bfc were looking to foul him so at every touch he got there were two or three players on him and i think suresh actually fouled him some three or four times in that match so but he still okay. could slip away so it is pretty it is forming into a very well rounded team and uh, i don't think they are missing their last year's players still uh, despickingham does seem confident in what he has at his disposal and he is molding the team according to how he wants to so not the best not the worst steady so at, after yeah. four or five games this is the best place to be and i think one uh, again as you said uh, a big but another indicator uh, in terms of where they are going, heading would be the the next game against jamshedpur who also are like you know seeming to be title credentials one thing which i like about mumbai city this year is the uh, young crop of indian players vipin who still like you know 25 i think 26 uh, bikram pratap who scored those two goals in the win against atk mohan bagan uh, you have uh, lalang mavia uh, amir anavade and uh, vignesh was someone who was excited to uh see how he progresses the season uh but he got his uh, season has been cut short so far after the injury in the first game and yeah. uh, again uh, mohan yeah. nawaz who's not your traditional indian goalkeeper who's uh, like i think 5 foot 9 or 5 uh, foot yeah something something like that and uh, he's someone who's very comfortable playing out with the ball at his feet and that just aids to mumbai's style of play i i'm I mean, he was a Lobera signing, uh, and 
that's what they were got got him for uh, as you said like you know embarrassment of riches vipin uh, couldn't no yeah uh, vikram pratap couldn't uh, really affect the match last game the, the options they have of the bench uh, gurkirat uh, rainya fernandez rolin bradman uh and you got cut it too so yeah like you said like you know that just makes a difference at the in a, in a long season to have so many options um yeah so the next game would also give an indication of uh, where mumbai city uh, mumbai city stand so mumbai city next faces jamshedpur fc who are uh, second in the table so a top two clash uh, later today um they haven't uh, lost a uh, single match yet two wins uh, impressive <clears throat> result was the one against uh, atk mohan bagan i just feel like you know they are a extension of owen coil uh, this is something which i noticed last season as well in one of the matches against east bengal and one of the benefits of having this uh, closed door season is that uh, the coaches are very audible on the sideline and owen coil i think is the most audible he is literally barking instruction for every single move for when a player has the ball he is shouting out instructions what to do with it and he's someone who's relentless from first minute to 90 he uh, right right from uh, the players what to do with the ball when they lose the ball what they have to do in terms of who has to like cover over to a particular side to come and uh, perform a defensive action everything like he is literally and that is it's a it's a very reactive type of football but when you can match it up with intensity then it can do a lot of wonders that's something which he has done successfully so far in india and that's i would say that like he hasn't had a, a particular failure as such when he came in with chennai and he managed to bring out the best in the indian indian youngsters uh he he did that last year with jamshedpur as well they were within a shout, shout of making a top four but i think a period of uh injuries kind of like you know derailed them and they have started off really well and we had uh i think not me i think like uh shaman you i think had uh earmarked them as a potential uh top four contender for the season and i think they are well on track uh for the time being uh even the type kind of like you know vasquez is working really hard i mean he has not done it's not that he hadn't done done before but uh he is a leader for him on the pitch and one of the additions they have made this season who really stood out in the game against atk mohan bagan was uh, greg stewart he was again all over the pitch harrying opponents left right center like you know he he was taking a, a couple of good shots as well and uh, the even the youngsters who have come in this year last year it was mobashir rahman in midfield this year it's jitendra who provided that assist uh, for the goal for simonland dungal so yeah good signs for them uh, going ahead <laughs> i want to make a particular note of uh, pranay holders uh, antics in that uh, game against atk mohan bagan when uh, bumu was uh, he was he was on a counter attack he could have slipped in uh, one of the attackers who probably could have had a shot on goal he brought him down a very uh, pranay holder uh, kind of things uh, then boom boom got up and immediately shoved him down and then like you know he did the theatrical uh, you know holding the face and crashing down 
so he is again like added vital experience to someone like a jitendra alongside uh, him in midfield uh, peter hartley and uh, elise abia have been a rock uh, in defense so far and uh, yeah it's a very high intensity type of football which uh, has worked for them so very short season but uh, for them it it's it should be about like you know sustaining that energy level uh, through the season so yeah um, a big game against uh, mumbai if they can get one over the line i think last season they beat them once uh, which i'm pretty sure of not sure about the uh, other result uh, so yeah. it's something which they are very much capable of doing it again so and it's yeah. also a very uh, pretty rounded team like you mentioned like i think vasquez also scored uh, i think was he the joint golden ball winner last year i think he didn't uh, no or, i think he he, the, he was the previous year right the, yeah previous year he was the yeah, previous the joint he was the gold mark winner so so it's like earlier if you could stop him so i wouldn't say you would stop the whole team but you did have a large part of the attacking threat removed but uh, this year they have been pretty uh, more i mean better rounded i would say they have more outlets to score the goals from they are a more uh, con, i mean compact team in the there are more personnel whom you have to keep a keep an eye on so yeah. credit to coil it's it's a bit like how his bolton team was like like we used to discuss so mm-hmm. if you if if you don't effectively stop them they'll hit you so it's like they play at a pretty consistent level and only only if you are extraordinarily better than them will you get a good result against them if if you if you have a slight drop in your intensity you can be rest assured that they'll pick you apart yeah a team uh, which has seemingly lagged in intensity uh, and uh, results of late has been fc goa they did manage to turn things around a bit uh, in the match against sc bengal sc bengal but i think like any team would be expected to beat uh, east bengal in this season i feel um uh, they lost a very narrow game uh, against northeast uh, united and then followed it up with a 4-3 win against east bengal uh, i felt they were much better in the match against uh, northeast though they uh, dropped edu bedia for the game and then brought in dylan fox there it was a kind of a shaky start after uh, the 20 minutes they seemed to settle in uh naguera and ortiz were like you know pulling the strings in the middle mm-hmm. uh northeast couldn't live up with them for the best part of the uh, half and i think they were very lucky to northeast were very lucky to like come away with a win in that game uh especially after that first half uh northeast came out better in the second because uh, in the first first half of the match they had six shots on target goa then in the second half they could only have two and as, as you uh, all know like you know kasa uh, kamara with that winner out of nowhere it was one, one of the best uh, long range strikes of the season so far yeah so goa they are changing a lot of things uh, defense is something which has been like you know their achilles heel uh, so far they have considered 11 uh, which is the second worst defensive record and they are still 10th in the table uh last week in the last game against east bengal they brought in a three man center back system um iban bar doling ivan gonzales and mohammad ali uh where the pair and uh, gama and the uh, seriton pushed high up uh as a as a attacking as attacking wing backs 
even that i mean i wouldn't say they were cut apart too much because if you look at the goals which uh, they conceded most of them were like from uh, like you know one was a mistake and two of them were like you know strikes from distance so probably this is something which team they might stick to but it was still a more of a, like a still a, quite an open game and i if if that was a kind of quality which they displayed against a team like east bengal then things may not be looking so good for them uh, uh the next game is against uh, bengaluru now the if they can start putting results together and goa is a kind of team which can like you know feed off the yeah. feed off feed off it and then like you know go on a run last last year they had this unbeaten 14 game run yes especially after like a not so great first half to the season so that's a, yeah. a like uh, yeah we were discussing right yeah because they they also seem to have a problem with the how to get the foreign combination right like mm, yeah uh, that's also been a, a problem for them so uh, where yeah, do you think they can fit in like see uh, the indian in the indian center back scenario is something which they really need to work out if i if iban bardoling can be the player to be trusted to be the main center back but things could be on the look for them after uh, december when uh, anwar ali could be registered into the squad uh, he is a very highly rated uh, center back and considering the uh, the health care which he had and for a team like goa to go out for him i'm pretty sure like you know they have high hopes for him this season so i mean in the short term probably they need to fix, uh, try to get in dilan fox uh, into the team if they want more solidity on the ball of of the ball uh, get in uh, ivan and uh, dilan together it means they have they will have to drop one of the key foreign players either in uh, edu or uh, noguera and i think at this moment edu would despite being the captain might be the one who will have to miss out yes and uh, moving on from uh, goa but, uh, northeast united uh, as we spoke earlier they got the win uh against uh, goa masjid one and uh, i think it was a like a smash and grab kind of a win uh federico colego their keeper and talismanic attacking midfielder has been ruled out for the rest of the season with a foot injury uh it's a shame for him like you know he has been one of the best attacking player players we have had in the isl and for him to like you know uh to leave have it have to end the season so early early on it's a big blow for him personally and for northeast united uh sudarshan how do you feel like you know this could affect northeast going forward and how can they address a, after this yes. it's actually a big blow for them because uh, considering uh, they lost their uh, best midfielder from last year uh, to mumbai as well as this uh, injury now i think it's a, it is a big setback but uh, knowing kali jamil uh, who did manage uh, a win in the last game because of the kamara's goal uh, at least it gives them some clarity but at the same time they it does diminish their uh, chances of uh, this thing uh, repeating last year's uh, last four uh, run because that's a lot of creativity and if we see teams that do tend to 
create some amount of uh, magic from the center of the pitch are having some success at getting decent results like even kerala blasters for example if you see if luna plays higher higher up the field they do look better yeah. so it's going to be a big blow for uh, northeast northeast but uh, they had to manage i think they do have decent enough players who have been with jamil for a while who they know well what he expect from them like vp suhair has played pretty well pretty well for them uh, on and off is a good uh, winger and uh, deshawn brown looked good in the at the start of the season against bfc and then sort of he he he's also a good uh, player to play so they do have players who know how kali jamil wants to play it's just about him uh, getting uh, them uh, more pumped up and cover the this thing but galego's miss is a huge thing because no one could actually do what he used to do he could he could actually create something out of nothing so yeah. that sort of quality in such a league has won matches so it, it's it's going to be a huge setback in in his absence i think matthias courier who was playing as a attacking midfielder a second striker kind of a role he was pretty good in the match against goa he uh, created the chance for uh, rochasella's goal and uh, he actually could have scored one himself or set up rochasella again but he failed to do either of them and uh, he struck the bar once he struck the crossbar once from uh, 50 40 yards or something so he is someone who probably has that like you know something to uh, something to get out of nothing uh, kind of a player for uh, northeast season but they will be bringing in a replacement but again that will take some time they have to find the player uh, get in through the quarantine period training and everything so it's more likely that you might not see the player until the end of the year or next year so yeah northeast uh, they have the win now to go forward moving on to chennai fc who are currently fourth in the table i would say that they are pretty unremarkable but they there is something for them to work with uh, again their talismanic skipper rafael crivellaro is uh, not yet made a start so once he comes in i think i mean like i said this in the last part as well uh, it's all about them sustaining a winning run or results until rafael crivellaro comes because he can make a big difference to this side because right now even uh, in, in the match the recent result which they had was against uh, sc bengal that's the one result which i if you at the start of the season the matches which they have had against uh, northeast united hyderabad and east bengal the one result which i would have expected was the win against east bengal but they have done the opposite they have beaten hyderabad and northeast but failed to beat uh, east bengal despite having so many number of chances to win the game and it's also a bit of an an- anomaly right that game was sandwiched between two games of east bengal which saw 17 goals like you had yeah. a 6-4 that is east bengal was involved in and then on the other side of the chennai in nilnil draw we saw a game where it was seven goals so east bengal have been involved in two games yeah. with 17 goals and a nilnil sandwich between so it's pretty i mean that's an interesting bit of trivia but also says yeah. what sort of a top seater we time it has been in the league well, yeah and uh, yeah so chennai they, uh, they the biggest test next for them will be atk mohan bagan and uh, mumbai city next two matches uh, without krivelaro if they manage to get some positive results in that game 
then they will be right up there at the top of the table uh, going forward this season i feel the other result uh, which we haven't spoken about yet is the kerala blasters 2 odisha 1 kerala blasters registered their first win of the season and odisha suffered their first defeat uh, kerala blasters were impressive i would say uh, they didn't get the clean sheet which they would have liked to have but i think they were pretty much solid they didn't seem much trouble they probably have struck a balance with the two foreign center back uh, system that means uh, adrian luna has become a more advanced uh, attacking midfielder in the lineup and uh, alvaro vasquez who is the star signing uh, foreign signing of the season uh, which could help him having someone like luna playing off him vasquez got the goal and uh, a big goal for prashant by the way uh, a celebration which seemed to indicate that he was uh, having a go at his critics or like you know that he's not <laughs> uh he seemed to be uh, <laughs> uh mimicking typing some, something on a phone and then like you know booting it high up in the air a good moment for him a local uh, player getting a goal for kerala blasters a nice moment uh, yeah, it so is good in, because even in the bfc game that we saw kerala's uh, or plan was to not to concede i think they have they just don't want to be the team that they were last season just letting in goals right through left right and center so there yeah. seems to be a premium put on not conceding and then building so i think they uh we can't uh, say they are back or anything like that but there seems to be a plan that they are working at so that's that's an encouraging thing so odisha's flight start was uh, has been flipped by kerala blasters uh, it reminds me seen like you know how they react uh, from the setback because they do have a good set of foreign players this season who can uh, produce a few magical moments because they haven't had created the best of chances like some of the goals which they have scored uh at least again i i don't think we i think we only have to we can't look we have to look at the east bengal results in isolation i feel like because probably you can't read too much into uh some of the you know how a team fares if they do have a positive result but even then again east bengal they conceded four goals so that is yeah. uh, probably yeah. saying something there uh one interesting yeah, it's it's been a it's been that sort of a season because apart from bengaluru fc and east bengal no other team i mean all other teams are sort of cancelling each other out like they are losing matches that they are not expected to lose they are winning matches uh, where no one gave them a chance like after galeho left nobody thought northeast would actually get that win and after the mm. two matches 80 80k mohan bagan won nobody thought they would lose too so mm. there's a lot of cancelling out that is happening so i think these are still early days to actually see uh, how those uh, i mean on what kind of runs people might go on yeah yeah uh, so that pretty much sums up the the, the review of the, the 11 matches gone so far one interesting uh, stat which i noticed was that uh compared to last season 48 last season after 22 matches 48 goals had been scored and this this year it's been 77 so far so huge uh, difference uh, average of 3.5 goals per game uh uh yeah i think we wanted to have a word on the goalkeeping <laughs> this year i think i'll leave the floor open to you sudarshan yeah it's been a pretty bad season for defense defense uh, per se like lots of interest i mean lots of individual mistakes like gurpreet has not been in a good uh, 
uh, frame of I don't know, not in good form. There have been mistakes galore in the way people have lined up the walls. People's defensive positioning has been it's, it's been a very very open turned in goals which were going away from. <laughs> yeah, and it's been a season for emphatic own goals like the Masur Sharif uh, own goal and. Uh, I think that that still stakes the cake, like the way he smashed it, and then Ashik Kurnian's uh, own goal. So it's been a pretty uh, bad exhibition for uh, goalkeeping because while we have seen some decent uh, shot stopping when balls have been hit straight at the goalies and some sharp reflexes and stuff, but uh, what we think are routine saves, where the goalkeeper should be, when he should be. Uh, forward when he should be collecting the ball so it's been a pretty bad season for uh, defending per se so i do hope uh, it uh, improves in the in coming days because the stat you mentioned 77 goals uh, 17 goals uh, came in two matches so it, it's it's pretty uh, bad that uh, so many goals are being leaked i do expect teams to tighten up at the back and uh, display some better coordination and uh, tactical nose in defending yeah pretty sure habas would be hurting from the fact that like you know he, his team has contributed to either end of the stat like you know both in the attacking yeah. and the defensive side of things so yeah uh, another interesting week awaits for us in the indian super league yeah that's pretty much it so do follow the indian super league with sportsar at sportsar.hindu.com and uh, follow us on our social media channels sports star web we will be back again next week until then it's sudarshan and i signing off goodbye